0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. AB here along with Jack. We are hey. the Street Catchers. Welcome back, folks. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Feeling really good. Feeling really great. Ready to talk chapter four of the Book of Public Fat. Long episode, lots to dive into, I think. Uh, you ready to just dive right in? Give me those quick hits. Quick hits. All right, folks. So we start off in the past. The Bulb is chilling in the desert. He sees a blinding light, and here is a bang. So he goes to check it out, and it is Finnick. Uh, She has a gunshot wound in her stomach. He takes her to a local shop uh, where uh, her stomach is repaired with cybernetics. When uh, When she comes to, she agrees to help him get his ship back from Jabba's palace. They eventually get it out, and after quickly killing the Nitko biker gang from the last episode, she agrees to stay with Boba Fett. We come back to the present day. Boba goes to the cantina and sees Chersantin take out a bunch of patrons. Boba then offers BK some work. Back at Boba's Palace, Boba sits with Jabba's old captains to come to an agreement for them to stay neutral in the upcoming Pike War. And then Boba and Finnick agree they'll need hired help to fight the Pikes. And we fade to credits as Mando's theme plays in the background. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so we talked about it right before we... What's up? Let's take it one step at a time, buddy. (laughs) What did you think of the episode? How did you like it? I
1: I freaking loved it. It was so good. Every second of it was amazing. (laughs) This show has exceeded my expectations man uh it's it's very interesting each scene is memorable each scene has powerful dialogue like it's it this 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 show's been great and I feel like a broken record saying that every episode is the best one but I'm thinking about it I think this one tops the last right
0: what do you what do you think I did like it it sounds like you might have liked it a little bit more than I did okay um I I did enjoy it Um, It was a long episode. I'm enjoying the longer episodes. Mm -hmm. They did a really good job of catching us up from what we've known, along with him meeting Finnick and, and kind of getting us to the present day. They've done a really good job at telling all that story and filling in the blanks. I don't know how necessary all that has been, but it has been enjoyable to watch, and they've done it in a way that is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm a little picky. Maybe I'm just a little down on Star Wars compared to you. But well. I, I will, I will say the episode <laughs> itself was good, and I am still intrigued uh, to see where they go with the present day stuff. So even if you're
1: even if you're not sure if it's necessary or not, like at least they're getting they're getting through stuff really quickly. Like they're moving at yeah. a really fair pace with in both timelines, which I think is really cool. Um, I think that they're covering more ground probably in the past just to get us caught up. Um, but also they've kind of alternated uh, which timeline gets more um, screen time uh, yes. each episode. I think the first one was kind of more about the, uh, the. Well, let's see, it would have been the present, past, present, past, right? So.
0: Kind of. I mean, I know that episode three was when they spent the most time on the present. Otherwise, it's right. been, yeah, sort of present, past. Or I feel like first episode started off. present. It was more present, present right? right? No, it starts off where he's emerging from the Starlight pit. Right. I think like it was kind right. of, I feel like it was a bit more past than present. Episode two might have been Episode two is the one where they hijacked the train, so that was definitely more time of the past. And then episode yeah. three was more time spent in the present. So here, I would s- this is definitely is present, more of a past. present, episode. past, present, past. Yeah, yeah. So lots, lots of lots of bouncing back and forth. I want to ask, what you think? Do you think this is the last we see of past stuff?
1: No, no, I don't. Um, I think that. I think that they need to... I think they're going to go off-world in the past. I don't, I don't think all their time is going to be on Tatooine. Okay. I, um, I was
0: I don't know I where they're going asking. to go.
1: I mean, their only, their only um, breadcrumb is to find a back-to-tank, back right? Like, I don't know where that's going to lead them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so it would seem that he's sort of given up for now on finding his armor, right? He has that spot where he actually goes into a Sarlacc pit. Really fun scene of uh, them Great. sort of going face-to-face with this really life. Yeah. I only ask because when he pops out of the back of the tank, the robot says, your healing has been completed, yeah. which is the first time that the thing has said that. And also, right before they come back to the present, you see him getting the armor and shooting Bib Fortuna, and it almost just implies that, hey, we're done with this. We're going to just focus on the present now. Hmm. I, I, I just don't know. That's a good know. point that I
1: hadn't thought of, actually. Um, yeah, because, I just don't know what else because there, usually to they're,
0: there.
1: when they're just taking those little snippets, when they're not giving us full scenes, it's it's usually just traumatic experiences. But this yeah. was just him taking his throne. Yeah. So maybe maybe that could signify um, them catching the, the past timeline up to the present. I didn't think of it that way. But maybe...
0: It seems like they sort of teased some Pike stuff in the past that would connect mm-hmm. to present stuff, which they just didn't touch on. So it leads me to believe that we're not done, but I mm-hmm. was a little thrown off by the way that they left that off here on this episode.
1: Yeah. I feel like maybe we need one more scene between uh, Boba and, and the, the Pikes. something in the past to, to leave them with some really bad blood, I guess. I mean, it's, it's not like they're buddy buddy now, but <laughs> I don't know. I could
0: see them doing episode five, full on in the present and then, and they come back to episode six, maybe they do something in the past that ties us into this Pike war that we're sort of jumping into. Who knows though? I don't, I I have no idea. It was just something I thought was possible.
1: I've I've been entertained by the show so far so much that I trust them. If they want to do a full
0: episode in the, in the present,
1: screw it. It's time. Let's
0: do it. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. We have three episodes left. So I'll be curious to see how they handle that. To close it out. Um, Let's talk. Let's let's spend a little time on Finnick. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, so, she gets a pretty interesting kill on the Sarlacc. <laughs> she does. That was does. that was awesome. That was a um, uh, seismic. Uh, blast, seismic shot, what do they call those? From uh, the, That was in episode two, right? Jango used was, him yeah. against uh, Obi-Wan's X-Wing, right? Not X-Wing, maybe A-Wing? I can't remember
0: what ship he was in at the time, but yeah, those it's, seismic charges. It's the one that it goes into the circle, and that takes him in For space, but then, then he yeah. undocks. Yeah, yeah she, she was really great in this episode. What I'm specifically wanting to talk about is the past stuff. Can okay. you catch what time all this is happening? What time all this is happening? Well, he said,
1: um, I remember a line he said when I was in the Sarlacc pit all those years ago. So we know that the past timeline is at least two, maybe three years after Jedi. Is that not what you're talking about?
0: That's not what I'm talking about, although I do think that this is about five years after Jedi. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think that he was in the pit that long but this mm-hmm. is happening all those years during, ago i think he was with the
1: tuscans for a, long, a longer time than we think he was
0: he was i think i agree what i'm talking about here mm-hmm. this is all happening during episode 5 of the mandalorian okay catch me up
1: <laughs> so take me on, i had the
0: trip i had to look this up uh, because okay. i had not caught this at all if we rewind to episode five of the Mandalorian, we're talking season one here. Mm-hmm. He at this point he knows the Empire is after Grogu, and he that episode opens up. He's flying through space. There's a bounty hunter chasing him. It damages his ship, so he has to land on Tatooine. So he's his ship mm-hmm. is getting fixed, and what's her name? Um, Pelimato. Uh,
1: that I know who you're kind talking of, about. She-haired.
0: She watches mm-hmm. Baby Yoda while he goes off. So he goes to the cantina in Moss Eisley. He finds the other bounty hunter. That bounty hunter has to find none other than Finnick Shand. Mm-hmm. And Mando agrees to help him kill Finnick in exchange for the credits so that this other bounty so hunter can the can't no, so that the other bounty hunter can enter the bounty hunter's guild. So okay. during the episode, oh, they go yeah. to death. Yeah. They, hold on, yeah. hold on, let me, let me for, for everyone else. So they all go to, so those two go to the desert. Mm-hmm. They end up, they encounter Finnick. Mando shows up a light to blind her. And mm-hmm. then the other bounty hunter shoots Finnick in the gut. And mm-hmm. then the episode ends or leaves us on a bit of a cliffhanger as two feet are walking up to Finnick to tend to her. And that never gets resolved in Mandalorian. That's mm-hmm. Boba Fett. And that's where this episode picks up.
1: I love it. I love it. I'm it's so proud of myself for not noticing, but that is, that's the kind of attention to detail that I love about, uh, about these kind of, you know, big Marvel Star Wars franchises that, yeah. I mean, that's for the, the diehards, right?
0: Another really cool little Easter egg was from last episode. Do you remember the part where they do go in the past and you see Boba... Um, walking or maybe he's riding the band the past the, star, the stormtrooper helmets on the sticks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Those were from the first episode of Mando, right? Right. But if you look in the background, who do you see walking down on the, on the street? Peli, uh, Peli Mato. No I kidding. Really? Yeah. Oh that's after God. that's like either right after or right before she meets up with uh, with Mando. Wow that's insane that's <laughs> the detail
1: that, that's wow I'm impressed I'm impressed that's so cool
0: yeah so I thought that was a lot of fun so the, and then yeah of course when you want to talk about Finnick um I, I at first I didn't really catch it because I didn't remember that whole plot point but it looked mm-hmm. like she was already robotic I didn't realize that that was like done to fix her so she's almost like Vader now more yeah. machine than woman
1: <laughs> yeah so, okay, run it, run it by me one more time, just because I know I'm going to watch the episode one more time so I can look real carefully. We see footsteps uh, leading away from Fennec in Book of Boba Fett. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about in
0: Mandalorian we see in, footsteps? In Mando. In Mando, you see feet walk up to her, and all you see is the feet in his robe. It's a black robe. But mm-hmm. you, we never – and I, I, we did, they just never followed up with that in the show. Okay, okay. And it's, it's Boba. Huh. And that's, <laughs> it, and it, wow, that's so crazy that they
1: would have done that so long ago, knowing what to do with
0: it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I think wow. Favreau directed this episode, so it mm-hmm. would make sense because he was so, so heavily involved with uh, yeah with Mando. Man, wild. Yeah, Favreau's
1: a genius, dude.
0: He really is. Another fun little detail that I didn't notice until I, I checked it out online. Um, because she has those modifications you remember in the last episode when that guy that comes up to boba and finnick and asks for their help to stop the gang of youths from yes. stealing or whatnot whatnot he makes a comment how they're they're mods almost like like a racist would say about like some sort of minority like other oh, mods and so finnick okay. sort of looks at boba and sort of makes a face out of yeah and she's a mod so it's <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I I got I caught that vibe when they were talking about that as well uh, but I I didn't know I didn't know how to make it a talking point last episode so I didn't bring it up but yeah that's she is a mod she's crazy modded
0: crazy modded yeah what, what did, you did you
1: think of that been... mod parlor by the way I, went, I I'm curious what your opinion was about that
0: It's pretty cool. Yeah. That whole scene where he shows up and he's like, I need help. She's about to die. Just throws him some credits. He's like, almost like a, I don't even know. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: What about you? I like, I like the idea of it. I think that the execution is a little bit cheesy, which is not to say it's bad. I mean, there's a lot of cheese in star Wars, but like, I think that it, it kind of, I don't think it suits this, this show's mood but I, I get that they have to have something in, in, in that play because he has to fix Fennec somehow, right? So like they have, it is to, a little, they, they have to go down
0: that, that rabbit hole. <laughs> it is a little convenient, but we, we know in Star Wars that you can do that. You know, Luke's hand, Anakin's right. arm balls lower half right like we know that people can, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people can most of them themselves and, yeah so
1: it's it yeah. Is a
0: little convenient that it happened to be in the middle of the desert and tatooine but <laughs> part of star wars yeah. yeah i
1: i think that my my issue with it is that it's more like steampunky than like space fantasy but like yeah i mean it it, it it is it's the same it's always been we're just getting a much more up close look at it yeah. And maybe it's the music that's doing it for me because it's kind of like some cheesy, like steampunky music. But I don't know. I think that and the Biker Gang, which also has mods, I think they don't fit the show as well as, as maybe Favreau wanted them to. Just my hmm. opinion. Just one man's opinion.
0: That's fair. It's almost like we talked about it a few weeks ago, the uh, the 50s diner and Attack of the Clones. <laughs> like, this doesn't fit here at all. <laughs> like, no, why is doesn't. this done? <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Yep. Um so I sort of hinted at it. Um I want to get your thoughts. I mean I think this one's obvious, but they are going to need some help mm-hmm. to take on the Pike Syndicate and the whole, yeah. the whole the whole Pike Syndicate. They very heavily hinted at Mando coming back. I think most people assumed he'd be in this some way. Uh do mm-hmm. you think we're going to be seeing him join the fight? Yes. Yes I do. Yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe even as early as next episode.
0: Yeah. I think so, too. I don't think that they would have hinted at, at that with his theme if, if he wasn't going to be in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. You think I'm, that I'm he's joined it, by Bo-Katan?
1: Um, I'm trying to think timeline where we'd be. Are we after season two of Mandalorian in the present day timeline?
0: Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Because he helped them. Oh, yeah, we have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Hmm. Maybe. Maybe Um, I go as as far as to say yes, Uh, yeah. Because why why not why not? Because they want to have, they should be putting as many you know uh, recognizable faces in here as they can. I mean, they they're gonna show. I mean, Bo Katan's gonna pick up in you know whatever Ahsoka or you know whatever show she's gonna be in next. It's it's not like they're uh, sunsetting that character or anything. So yeah, I think if it makes sense, he's gonna
0: get her own show.
1: Cool. I'm all for it. I would rather see, I'd rather see that than some of the ones that are already announced. I think that'd make yeah, a really, cool. really good show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll watch it, but like, man, a Bo-Katan No one show. asked That's for rad. It. No one asked for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bo-Katan would be sweet. I, I really hope that rumor's true. There's, But I saw, saw the other day that it looks like they might be doing that. It might be in development. So please, God, put that in in, uh, in development. We want to see it. I, I'm I'm wondering if they just go really crazy with this. Probably not. It's probably just gonna be Mando and that's it. But what if they hire other bounty hunters? What if they hire a live action Cad Bane to help out?
1: Or a Hondo Onaka. Yeah, I've been thinking about it too, man. There's so many there's so many really good uh specifically animated characters that, that could find their home here uh in this in this next episode coming up. I I I, I think that I would rather see Mando and Bo-Katan, but if if they're going to go big, if they're going to go really big, I would like to see uh, a live-action Hondo. I, I don't know why I'm so attached to
0: it, but I am. I like Hondo. He was such a fun character in Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, mm-hmm. I, think that, I think Cad Bane kind of makes sense. I mean, the last time we saw him was in Bad Batch. Obviously, he and Finnick were directly fighting each other. We don't know what sure. happened after that, though. So maybe there was some mm-hmm. sort of reconciliation. They're all bounty hunters too. They're bounty so, hunters, man. That's the name yeah, of the game. Exactly. So I think that that would be pretty sweet if he popped in. I've always wanted a live-action Cad Bane, especially after seeing it pop up last year in Bad Batch. This yeah. is a really great spot to do it. I agree. Hondo Naka would be a lot of fun. Safe bet on Mando um and I think that I don't think that bo is out of the realm of possibility I'd be a little
1: worried that they do Bo-Katan or not bo um Cad Bane bad just because of how he just because of how he is how he looks like that I don't know if that'll translate to live action well I hope that I mean I hope that he's in it and I hope that they do a good
0: job but I don't know how how would they how they do it in Favreau, we trust. True that. True that, man. Yeah. <laughs> In Star Filoni, Wars. we trust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm probably more hyped for this this coming episode than I've, I've been for any of them so far.
0: Uh, me too. I, I talked about it last week. I was kind of hoping this episode would blow it up a bit and give us more mm-hmm. story and all that, and it really didn't. It was more just a catch up. I don't want to say filler, but filler kind of episode. Lots
1: of, no, there's, there's lots of action, but
0: it's, it's, uh, yeah, there's not a whole
1: lot of, um, not a whole lot of different angles to, to see things from. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a very, very like satisfying moment. Seeing Boba Fett get his ship back, get his revenge on the biker gang. But like it, that only took up like, you know him getting his revenge took up like what a minute of screen time and there was no dialogue like it's it's there's not a whole lot to uh to discuss about it you know
0: yeah which is kind of why i feel like it's filler not just they didn't have action there was there's plenty of it i agree the whole spot where they're getting the ship is exciting although it's like you know they're gonna get the ship so i don't how much yeah how much suspense can you really have here whereas yeah they I thought there was going to be more to that biker gang and he wiped them out in 30 seconds. And although <laughs> it was pretty cool, I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh when I saw it. It was, was just mm-hmm. like, wow, that was it? Uh, yeah. yeah, it just didn't feel like it moved the story overall On compared to some of the other episodes. We didn't really get much yeah. on present day stuff outside of the whole group, the captains all all saying, all right, we won't mess with, with you. Yeah. And that's kind of it. And it was like they did that because they sort of had to do it not because yeah. it really does anything for the story hey they recruited uh Kersantin. that's something no, I was I was gonna, gonna nothing bring, <laughs> i was gonna bring that up I, I thought that happened sooner than i thought it would
1: yeah yeah, yeah they really did i thought they'd go I, I thought that they would go like an episode or two without having him in it so that way there's a little bit of a, of a, a satisfying like oh he's back moment but eh. yeah i'll take it. it he's he's
0: super cool I thought they might do a Han Solo with them where Bubble goes to him and says, hey, we need your help. And he's like, yeah, I'll piss off. And then, and then he shows up at the end. That's, that's what I thought they would do. But no, this is cool. The That'd more be cool. Him, the That'd be cool,
1: too. Yeah, I think so, too.
0: It looks Speaking so good. Speaking of a spin-off show.
1: Oh, my God. I don't know how you'd have... <laughs> I don't know how you'd have a main character that can't speak English. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I guess. But that's like you fun. said, in Favreau, in favor
0: we trust favor. <laughs> we should talk about that scene real quick um i had to look this up too i'm not i don't i never read the star wars comics but the yeah. that group of, of patrons that he uh, eviscerated uh, in that yeah. pub in the cantina they're called the trandoshans and i guess that he actually has beef with them because they are their people not these specific ones but their people Went to Kashyyyk and slaughtered a lot of uh, Chrysanthus people. Really? So, oh, I'm yeah, glad that that's... you
1: did that deep dive because I, I, just, I just thought he was pissed off and bored and nine feet tall in the... here. I'm gonna,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna beat some people up. Right. I think that might have been part of it, right? It, it's, yeah. Like, ah, this, I'm out of a job. I'm bored. These guys are yeah. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at it, man, Boba's, Boba's tribe. He's got. Fennec, he now has Chrysanthem. He's got two Gamorian guards, five mm-hmm. gang youths, and a rank core. Yes,
1: youths
0: and a rank core that we got to see a glimpse of. Scare off those captains. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's really building up his tribe. It's really fun to see, and, and I like that they sort of tied in the, the the Tuscan Raiders how how she said, "Oh, they made you soft." He's like, "No, they made me strong." And you mm-hmm. see how how much value he puts on having a tribe around him, mm-hmm. and how that's mm-hmm. really helping him solidify his—I don't even know what we would call it—not not kingdom, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I of his area. Yeah,
1: I would have uh, his gang, his posse, his, his, gang, uh... his, boss, his squad, <laughs> squad,
0: squad. Yeah, squad I would have never
1: guessed that for uh, for Boba Fett's character, him uh, liking the tribe mentality because he's—I mean—he's a bounty hunter. He's a solo guy, right? I mean, like that's kind of his whole. I mean, that's any bounty hunter's deal is that they, they fly around alone, collect their bounty,
0: move on. Well, and I like the explanation they gave. You know, she's, she's like, what are you going to do next? He's like, I'm going to get my armor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become Daimyo. And she's like, why? You, because I'm tired of taking jobs for scumbags when, when I'm smarter than these people and, and all those examples. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it was really well done the, the the way that they explained it. and It makes total sense why he why he'd want to take over. Which I'm I'm glad they did because going into this, you're you're kind of like, why would he want to? Why would he want to be on Tatooine and take over Jabba's palace? He could go literally anywhere. But right, shoot. At least they did a good job of explaining it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time
1: on it, but I do want to ask if you heard the news that, and I don't. Um, news is a strong word. Um, the actor who plays Boba Fett it, it was quoted um, that he would be willing and excited to make uh, live-action appearances for for clone uh, characters.
0: For clone characters, I did see that. I also saw most specifically talked about Captain Rex, which just has me. Rex yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. I, I I'm going to manage my expectations. I will try not to uh, over Rexite myself. Uh, You're killing we me. The podcast. I just got to get you are killing me. Rex, <laughs> Rex would be phenomenal. Well, there. I mean, there's a really good possibility we do see him in Ahsoka if he's going to come back as as clones and Captain Rex. So yeah, he's got to be, be cool. in that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think. All that's right. all Let I me scan my have notes.
1: Any other notes. I think, um, not really anything worth mentioning. Um, his ship has been surprisingly uh, absent in the present timeline. Have you noticed that?
0: I guess so. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have a reason to use it. You know? Yeah, I don't know if there's
1: if there's anything there or or. I don't know. I just something I noticed thought I'd mention to you.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I hadn't really noticed that. Um, I'm glad we got to see it in action in, in this episode. Like you said, oh, yeah. you mentioned the old the scene with the star-like Pit, and we saw the scene where he just up- obliterates the those bikers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool to see it back in action. It's one of the cooler, more iconic ships in Star Wars. Mm-hmm.
1: It lands with you on your back. It's it props up like it's so interesting. Yeah, I think as a kid, I always I always visualized like a central cockpit that had like a a gyro, like a free moving thing so that he could just yeah. like go in sit. And then the ship rotates around him. But I think this is pretty cool too. It's a little weird, but like seeing it in action, seeing it, like the, the moment where Fennec takes her seatbelt off when it's, when it's like face down and she lands on the glass, it's set up for some really cool scenes already. So it really is. Like it.
0: Logistically, it makes zero sense. Like, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. an engineer would make a ship like that, especially when like you could literally, you, you know, how it lands, how it's, yeah. how it's seated on the back, where you could just take the cockpit and switch it around so that you're looking out that way. It mm-hmm. makes so much more sense to do it that way. But it's so cool the way that it actually is. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why they did it that way. <laughs> it was I really George Lucas was on. Yeah, exactly. Sure, but it works. Yeah.
1: I, I love all of the, the crazy, like, why is it this way moments in Star Wars. Like, why is why are the guns for the Millennium Falcon attached to the middle of the bottom on a... Ter- like, why is... What the hell's a gonk droid? What are those for? Like, it, it, who cares? It's Star Wars. It's
0: cool. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. And that's the thing I, I will say is the show does a pretty good job of throwing in the little Star Warsy things. The sounds and the, and the visuals and the, the creatures, the people, the ships... They do a really good job of, of making it feel very Star Wars. So I appreciate them for that. Jeff's kiss.
1: They're doing so good. They're doing such good work.
0: They are. They are. As much as I, I don't, you know, I, I did like the episode. Didn't love it as much as you did, but I do appreciate it. It was entertaining. Uh, I am excited mm-hmm. to see what they do with it next. And we'll just kind of see where they go with it. There's uh, there's still so many Storylines to follow, and and more on who's behind the pikes, who's really their leader, who all Bob and Finnick get to help out. We have three episodes left, right? I feel like there's still so much that's just not even known or teased.
1: Right, right,
0: yeah. Well, I'm excited for the next chapter. Me too. Well, I think we should just put a chef's kiss on the podcast, and let's do it. All are her here. How, 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 what do you think? Yeah, take us home. All right, folks. Well, as always, we very, very much appreciate you for spending the time with us, listening to us ramble about Star Wars. If you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so is to share it with your friends. Put a link out on your social media accounts. Let them know what we're doing. If you want to follow along with us on our social media, media accounts, the links are in the show notes below. If you're on the YouTube, make sure to leave a like. Subscribe. Hit that bell for our subscription so you know when our content drops. And until next time, folks, keep on keeping on. We will catch you later.